Merry Christmas! <laughs> I have my favorite helpers in the studio right now. Abby and Emma, our youngest two daughters, are here. They're going to help us out with this episode to talk about some of our family traditions for Christmas. And also, we're just going to start right off with a little silliness. So they wanted me to introduce this song they made up in this way. Now, I wanted them to do the song. This is my request. And actually, Abby made the song, wrote the song several years ago, really. But every year, it comes up again. It's about Christmas time, when Christmas break starts, and they get to be done with their semester, and they're so excited. And so Abby wrote this song, and they just sing it every Christmas because of it. So this is what they wanted me to say to introduce the song. Now it's time for Silly Songs with Abby and Emma, the part of the show where Abby and Emma come out and sing a silly song. (laughs) Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and save us from our math so cruel. Disperse the gloomy clouds of writing, and history's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, I'm done with science. No more study guides or definitions. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's share some of our, that. That was really good, by the way, girls. I mean, in a silly kind of way. Norm, <laughs> normally when they're singing it, they're not singing it so uh, put together. It's passionately. More like, it's more like you're singing it really passionately. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more sillyly. Um, Silly. Yes. Well, we are now your helpers because you called us helpers at the beginning, so we are elves now. Because oh. we're Santa's helpers. Okay. Elf and Emma Elf. <laughs> uh, let's talk to them about some of our Christmas traditions. One of them is some singing that we do when we go looking at Christmas lights. We sing the 12 days of Christmas, only we change the words. Every person gets a day. And tell us about that. Well, we go looking at Christmas lights, and there are so many of us that there's enough to fill all 12 days of Christmas. So each one of us, we go the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, and then we say what we want for Christmas. And it's usually a funny thing. So mom one year said, I think it was like seven buckets of sticky notes or something like I that. I love sticky notes. Yeah. <laughs> and and you always do, you always do uh, nine or however many maids of cleaning (laughs) yeah so some years we might all be there but then other years it's just a few of us and then we each get multiple days so if there were 12 in the vehicle that was back when we drove a 15 passenger then each of us got a day and we sang that day in the song um Mm -hmm. and we put filled in you know whatever we wanted like emma might say two horses or yeah (laughs) or abby what's something you probably wanted a guitar yeah, Andrew wanted a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> or however many Lamborghinis. Yeah, he you would take to... more than one. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was 12. I think he was the last day, so. <laughs> so 
And then if there's only five of us, then we'd each get two days and two people get extra. So anyway, Mm -hmm. that's just a silly little tradition that we have come to love. Girls, tell them about how some different ways we have done sibling gift exchange through the years. Yeah, that's one of my favorite traditions. So we write down the names of every sibling on little slips of paper and we put them all in a bowl and then we each draw one. And so we would go to just... Like, the biggest local thrift store, and we'd split up, you know. In pairs. Yeah, and in yeah, pairs. pairs of two. Yeah. Um, I would put you in pairs knowing who had drawn who, so that you weren't paired with someone you drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Uh, yeah, and then we buy something for that person, but we have to keep it a, a secret from that person in the store, because how many of us came, we would fill up the thrift store. So <laughs> <laughs> so we would, uh, like, each team would usually have a basket, and you'd pick some ugly clothing to that you'd pick out <laughs> to, to cover up whatever was in the basket underneath that you were actually buying for your sibling. And it's just a whole lot of silliness going on. Uh, Sometimes the there. actual gifts were silly and weird, too. Like, Nathan yeah. one year bought a fruit bowl of fake lemons. <laughs> Where do you yep. find that? <laughs> Why do you use it? But yep. then a lot and, of times, and, go ahead. Sorry. And he put them all in our older sister's front yard and he just left them there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, sometimes though, and really pretty much every time that we did the thrift store thing, it was pretty amazing what unique applicable things people would find too, like a record by someone that one of the kids liked or, you know, something like that. So that was fun, mostly for the hiding from each other. Now, when you guys were little, we would do a version of that, only it was the Dollar Tree. Um, It depended on the year. Some years I would, you know, you guys would pick out names. Or other years, every one of you would pick out one thing at the Dollar Tree for all of your siblings as well. It just kind of varied. But I would say that that's definitely played a role in sibling bonding at Christmas time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that you guys wanted to talk about, quote unquote, the number thing. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite Christmas tradition. So for years, our family has been trying to figure out mom's system for naming presents. Numbering presents. Numbering presents. Instead of putting names on them, um, she puts numbers and she keeps a book. <laughs> she keeps a book. Um, and so she says number 27 is Emma's and number two is dad's. You know, something like that. And we're sitting there on Christmas morning and we find a present. Who's number five? And she reads off. <laughs> and um, And we've been theorizing it could be... It could be that she divides our age in half. It could be that she has a number and then these are square roots or they're prime numbers (laughs) multiplied or they're like, we've come up with all of the ideas and she won't tell us. Maybe I'll put in my will that it's revealed uh, when when my will is read after that. If enough of you guys comment and ask what it is, then maybe she'll tell you. But don't forget to tell her children, too. If she tells you, tell us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my favorite. 
Now, the next tradition is, it was hard for me to pick whether this was the number thing or the stocking tradition was my favorite because I really love the stockings. So what they do is they stuff the stockings however long before, it could be the night before, and then it used to be when we were little and all living together before my siblings got married, uh, we would, on Christmas morning, we would wake up and they hid our stockings around the house and we would all go and look for our stockings. And so we were all running around looking for, looking in the weirdest places. Yeah, it could be boxes, like in the dryer, in the cupboards. The tornado shelter. Or, yeah, like the under the couch. Or, yeah. On top of the cupboard. Yes. Yeah. It just gets harder the older you guys get, yeah. the taller you guys get. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, uh, if you've been ornery, then we hide it really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and Hillig always gets the hardest one. Yeah. <laughs> That's he always, not because he's been ornery, though. He's always ornery. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> okay. We still do that, even though they're married. They didn't want to stop this tradition. No, now the in-laws get included. And the nephews. Well, no. your grandson. Oh, no, the, the nephews, nephews don't get... No, no they, they get don't. snowmans. Yes. They snowmen. Get, they get their snowman gifts, but they don't get stockings at Grandma's house. I wanted them to appreciate the fact that the adults also... You know, can enjoy Christmas as Did well. Did you ever think Not when you kids. were when you came up with that tradition as kids, you would think the adults get to look for stockings <laughs> and the little ones get snowmen? <laughs> no, but I am waiting for the year when all of you kids decide, "Hey, let's get mom and dad stockings." Yeah. <laughs> what a ridiculous notion. No, 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 no. I want me some good candy in there. Chocolate-covered espresso beans. <laughs> Chocolate-covered okay. cherries. Chocolate-covered pencils. And sticky hey, notes. Sticky notes. you know, the chocolate-covered sticky notes. That's hilarious. Nope. Now, this does remind me that today we're going to be sharing a recipe <laughs> for chocolate <laughs> pomegranate clusters. So they're super easy recipe, but super delicious. And not only that, it can be made very healthy for you. So that's fun. I also want to share our wassail recipe. Do you guys like wassail? I love it. Like it's multiple my of my friends like at Christmas parties have commented on how good the wassail is. And it's like... Some of the best wassail they've ever had. Okay, I have a friend that throughout the year, she says, that wassail is really good. Are we going to have that again? (laughs) We do a couple of mother-daughter Christmas parties with specific groups that we're in. Um, You know, like a specific co-op that we do a mother-daughter Christmas party at our house. That kind of thing. Anyway, so then uh, I just serve wassail and other people bring the rest of the treats. So what is... You know, wassail can be an alcoholic drink. Well, it's not at the Harrison house. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to tell them the ingredients and there's no alcohol in it. Okay. Okay. So stop <laughs> listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is um, a frozen can of all of these things. Cranberry juice, orange juice, lemonade, apple juice, and then just season with cinnamon. Now... Some t- some people like to do red hots instead of cinnamon, or they like to do cinnamon stick instead of cinnamon powder. And also, I like to double apple juice. So two cans of apple juice and one can of everything else. 
Tori this last year put cloves in her wassail. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was really good. I didn't try it because she burned it. <laughs> it was well, still really it, good. It boiled over, and it was it was even on, like, a really low temperature. I don't know why it did. Let me give you a quick tip. Don't burn the wassail. Hey, I thought it tasted <laughs> really kidding. good, I and I liked it. the... the and now you need to apologize to Tori that you would not that she ruined, that she ruined she the wassail. She did not ruin the wassail. It was so yummy out here. Yes, it was burnt, but not ruined. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway... It's time for a segment we call In the Kitchen with Val. I'm sharing simple, budget-friendly strategies for becoming a healthy mom, raising a healthy family. I'm excited about a sweet treat that I'm sharing with you today. This is a healthy, delicious, simple, and quick dessert that you can make. It's really more of a sweet treat than it is specifically a dessert. It's elegant looking for a special occasion, in this case Christmas, but it would be very nice for Valentine's also. And I'll be honest, I've been keeping them in my fridge just on a regular week lately because they really give you that little sweet bite that you are craving. But in this case, it's not at all unhealthy. It can be healthy. It all depends on buying healthy chocolate. So first, it's two ingredients, just chocolate and pomegranate arils. Those are the seeds of a pomegranate. And this will only take you about 15 to 20 minutes to make. 15 of those minutes is cutting open the pomegranate carefully to remove the arils. And then about five minutes to actually make this sweet treat. Let's talk first about the chocolate options. I'll tell you about three different healthy chocolate options. One is called Enjoy Life, which you can get pretty much anywhere. Walmart carries them among, you know, your average grocery store. And the negative of Enjoy Life is that it has sugar in it, but it is dairy-free and gluten-free. Then your next step up of better quality would be Lily's, which Lily's chocolate contains soy lecithin. But other than that, it is a pretty good quality. You can get it in 70%, which is nice. But it does have the soy lecithin in it, which is not great for balancing hormones. So my ultimate favorite is Trim Healthy Mama brand of chocolate chips. And they come in these flat, real little flat discs. And so they melt really great. And they do not contain soy lecithin. Instead, they have sunflower lecithin in them. And also, I am very confident in the quality and the sources of Trim Healthy Mama. They are really great about being very careful in their selection of where they get their ingredients and using really high quality ingredients. So those are three options for you. Trim Healthy Mama, you have to order. That's the negative thing. Now, I actually order several things from Trim Healthy Mama and have been for several years now, about five years. And so a little less than a year ago, I decided to become an affiliate of Trim Healthy Mama. So I wanted to be sure you knew that when I mention it. But I will share a link in my show notes to Trim Healthy Mama so that if you order any of their great products, then I would get a little bit of a commission from that. But if you need to make this dessert in a hurry, then you can just run to Walmart or any regular grocery store to get Enjoy Life or Lily's brand of chocolate chips. 
Okay, then let's talk about the pomegranate part of this. And that is you need to cut it open really carefully, or you will ruin the very delicate arils in there. And a pomegranate is super cool. Uh, you can buy the arils already removed, and that's going to cost you a little bit more than if you just buy the pomegranate itself. If you do buy the pomegranate, I really recommend that you watch one of the many YouTube videos on how to open it. So I will include one of those videos in the show notes so you can take a look at that as well. And it's really cool for the kids to experience the inside of it. It's divided into sections sort of like a grapefruit. And those inner rind areas that cause the divisions in a pomegranate, they sort of look like beehives. So they're very cool. So I would definitely encourage you at least once to make it that way. So once you get those arrows out, you just can have those in a bowl ready to go. And then you want to take a little bit of chocolate, melt it in the microwave for about 30 seconds and then stir and 30 seconds again and stir for up to a minute and a half. Usually it takes about a minute, depends on the microwave, but you're going to stir up a little bit of melted chocolate. You're going to get some cupcake liners. I use the mini. Really a regular size is just too big for this. You want to use the mini cupcake liners. Or you could put it directly into a, a muffin tin, but you need to spray if you do that so that it won't stick, some non-stick spray. You're not going to be baking this, so olive oil spray would be fine in that olive oil, when it heats up, it changes its makeup and it becomes not healthy for you. So olive oil is great when you're doing raw things. If you're going to cook and you want to use a healthy oil, then you want to use avocado or coconut oil, which you can get spray avocado oil. And I'm pretty sure I've gotten spray coconut oil before as well. But I don't use a, <laughs> a cooking spray at all when I use the cupcake liners. So you're going to microwave the chocolate just long enough to get it uh, melted, which is about 30 seconds and stir and 30 seconds and stir. And then you're ready to take that melted chocolate, a spoonful of it, put it in the bottom of the cupcake holder, and then take a spoonful of the arils and put them in the melted chocolate in the cup. Then press in those arils just slightly and then drizzle a little more chocolate on top. That's it. You stick them in the fridge and let them cool. They just are so fun to eat. It's just a little burst of juice when you bite into it and you've got yourself a healthy and slightly tart, but also sweet treat. For more In the Kitchen with Val, visit her online at practicallyspeakingmom.com to see all the six rooms of your intentional home. Another thing that I like to take to parties is cheese ball. And so here, which is kind of funny, I'll tell you why it's funny in a minute, but here is the recipe for my cheese ball, which used to be requested at all of the parties until we moved and to the state in our, which we live My now. aunt who lives in Iowa, always, every Thanksgiving, she says, make me an extra cheese ball to take home. That's true. And then she brings this amazing chocolate fudge. It is the best. Chocolate fudge. <laughs> yes. It's strawberry jello pretzel stuff. Strawberry pretzel jello. <laughs> I know. She she makes fudge too? Yes. Oh, that could be. She probably does. But she makes an it's extra so jello good. for me, and I make an extra <laughs> cheese ball for yeah. her. So 
what's in my cheese ball? This is super simple and the way I cook, which is not really measuring. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't like that's to why bake. I don't because, like baking. Yeah, because you have to measure. In cooking, you can just put some in and, oh, that's not enough. Let me add a little more. <laughs> don't so, tell me what to do. <laughs> do like, let's, let's do a small cheese ball. We'll say one brick of cream cheese and half a stick of butter and stir that up good. And then add in a half a teaspoon of garlic salt a half a teaspoon of Mrs. Dash and stir that up well and then add in shredded cheddar about, I mean, you can just vary how much, like a fourth a cup is fine and stir that all up and shape it. I shape it by taking some, what do you call that? Saran wrap, or you could put your hand in a Ziploc. That would work too. But so put your hand uh, on the outside of the Saran wrap or Ziploc and the cheese ball on the other side of the saran wrap or Ziploc, and then just start shaping it, and then just, you know, roll it right up into a ball in either the Ziploc or the saran wrap. Now, once you've got it all shaped, you can put it in your serving dish and then cover it in a hot jelly. My favorite is a hot peach jelly. I like it without the peach jelly. That's true. Any kind of jelly. Some of the people in the family do not like the spicy, but most of the people do. Okay. Now, here's why this recipe is so funny. Because where we lived before, everyone would always ask for my cheese ball. So it was just my standard. Like, I'd keep all the ingredients on hand so that when I was going to go to a party, that's what I always brought because that's what people wanted. And then we moved to a new state, and I took a cheese ball. And it sat at the party untouched and completely unloved so <laughs> beside it is a brick of, ch- of cream <laughs> cheese with hot jelly on top that's it just a brick of cream cheese still in its brick shape with jelly on top <laughs> it got eaten completely i thought hmm, okay the next party same thing at a different location different house different people same thing this happened four times in the new state that I left, nobody wanted my cheese ball, and everybody wanted the brick of plain cream cheese with hot jelly on top. So now it's just a little family, something to laugh about. I don't know. We still bring it when we go to parties in Kansas. Yes. <laughs> it sounds so negative. I brick. know. It's a brick of cream cheese. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you girls for helping me with some of our Christmas traditions. We do want to take a moment to share some of our family traditions that keep our focus on Christ. Let's share some things we like to do to celebrate our Savior's birth. We like to watch the Christmas movie, The Nativity Story, and VeggieTales, The Star of Christmas. When we were little, we would dress up and reenact the Christmas story for our grandparents. And we love performing in Christmas programs with our church or our homeschool co-op. And we have lots of children's books about the true meaning of Christmas. This year, we were reading them to our nephews over FaceTime. On Christmas Day, Dad reads the Christmas story to us from one of the gospel books of the Bible. And we light the candles of the Advent wreath. Moms, I will share a link in the show notes, a link to a family Advent website for you to check out some ideas your family might like to use this Christmas. It's always fun to turn off the lights and light the candles of the Advent wreath while we sing Christmas carols. We also Christmas carol at a nursing home each year with our homeschool co-op. 
This year, we still got to do that, thanks to one of our podcast listeners, who read Mom's post about our need for a karaoke machine so we could continue to sing at the nursing home during the pandemic. We needed a mic and amplifier so we could be outside big windows with the microphone and the residents could be inside with the amplifier. Thank you, listener Christy R., for purchasing a karaoke machine for us to continue this. We and another family sing every month at the nursing home, but in December, our entire homeschool co-op joins us to Christmas Carol to the residents. We were so thankful that we were able to continue this tradition this year, thanks to this generous gift. Hey, moms. While I'm officially taking a break from the podcast until January 11th, 2021, Keep an eye on your email as I'm planning to send all my email subscribers a special Christmas edition email, which will contain a special gift from me. If you have subscribed, but you haven't seen an email from me, check your spam folder. If you don't see it there either, email me at val at practicallyspeakingmom.com so we can fix that right away. I so want to stay connected with you directly. I will not spam your email, and I will never share your email address with anyone. Well, girls, I sure had fun sharing our silliness with all our podcast family this week. You're some pretty great Christmas elves. (laughs) The Harrison family is praying that your family has a blessed Christmas and New Year's. I'm taking some weeks off from the podcast until Monday, January 11th. I'll continue to stay connected with my Monday email subscribers, though, during Christmas break. So be sure to be on my email list so you can receive my Monday emails containing some of my favorite episodes that will hold you over until I come back the second Monday of January. Until then, you can also stay connected with me on Instagram and Facebook at Practically Speaking Mom in my Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. Now be sure if you haven't subscribed to my email list, you can do that at practicallyspeakingmom.com. Enter your email, just takes a few seconds. Finally, it is my honor to encourage and equip you each week. And I would just like to ask if you could give me a little Christmas gift by leaving a review on Google or Apple or Facebook. It would mean so much to me. So have a blessed, blessed Christmas my dear intentional mom friends.